0: I have my cousin as the guest for this podcast i think i'm exhausting all my family and friends option before jumping into random people whom i don't know and start bringing them into this podcast he is the one whom i only talk tech about i'll give him the platform to introduce himself and talk about the anonymous name that he has chosen for himself
1: thank you anshul i have used leonel messi as an alice he's claimed to be the greatest of all time and I believe that I am his greatest fan of all time. The way he shaped his future was commendable because he was diagnosed with growth hormone, deficiency and malnutrition. And now he is the highest paid footballer with a tag of greatest of all time. I won't bore you with Messi's facts. So on the surface, the one thing that binds me and Anshul is technology. We can talk hours and hours about technology. He is my tech brother
0: thank you so much yeah i think it's the same with both of us whenever we meet we tend to talk about the recent youtube videos that we have watched on tech the recent developments in tech and i think since i bought that up let's just jump into your top two tech videos that you have watched recently
1: i do not rate my tech videos as something like top or something but i'm a huge fan of marcus brownlee so i really like all the videos the latest one i think i watched was the review of galaxy uh note no sorry samsung s20 so in which he explained how the zoom worked of the s20 ultra and the second video was uploaded by jerry rig everything in which he explained that how weird accessories should not be connected to the charging port of our phone because it actually reduces the life of our phone because our phones are not designed to give power to any other accessories
0: wow that's actually a new concept that I have I don't know about uh, if you want to elaborate more on that
1: we Indians we tend to use that uh, plastic fans and all that runs through connecting to the USB port of our phone
0: Oh huh, yeah correct
1: so that video was very good because people tend to use such which are actually bad for your phone and it it reduces your phone life actually our phone is not designed to give power to some other device like nowadays uh, there has been a feature wireless charging from phone to phone but previously it was not
0: oh yeah that's actually true i understand what you mean mean to say like basically our batteries are something so we cannot give power to other devices and that actually makes a lot of sense so for anybody who is using probably you know a old generation phone try not connecting devices which suck in power from your phone it might be detrimental to your batteries <laughs> so you know moving on to i think the recent video jo hum dekh rahe and we were talking about was uh the ethical dilemma of self-driving cars i remember initially when the whole tesla scenario happened and you know self-driving cars were all the hype you shared me this video by patrick lynn if i remember correctly i think some ted talk Tell me about that. What are your views on the? I know you're a big car fanatic. So, what are your views first on electric cars, and you know why did you find this video fascinating?
1: See, I found this video to be very interesting because it opened my mind about the self-driving cars. See, in that video, they explained: suppose you are just driving down to the highway, and there's a truck in front of you. In the left, there's a four-seater car, and in the right, there's one motorcycle. So the truck is loaded with the heavy objects. And suddenly, that heavy object starts falling from the truck towards your self-driving car. So now, the self-driving car has to make a decision that whether it should go straight and sacrifice your life and hit the object, whether it should go right because it will hurt you the less, and whether it should go left because the four-passenger seat has more safety features in it. So that is one thing that intrigued me a lot. Because that's actually a dilemma the self-driving cars producers will face in future. Whose life should they give priority to? And who should be blamed in this, whether it it will be the government or the companies, car producer companies. So it's something to think about. With all self-driving cars, because all of it is pre-programmed,
0: so there is no reaction, there's no human reaction or random reaction to it. So if it puts the safety of the passengers then it might hit somebody on the road and kill, and probably kill that person or injure that person. Similarly, if it takes the feature that it should preserve as much as life as possible, most probably it will hit a cycle rather than a car, I guess. So you never know what these dilemmas might be, but it's actually fun to think about this right now given that we are in that day and age where electric cars are getting so popular.
1: So one thing I would like to say about self-driving cars is suppose there are three companies. I am taking uh, companies Hyundai, Maruti, Suzuki and Toyota. Okay, Three of them are producing self-driving cars. Now suppose in this dilemma Hyundai puts in front the safety of my life because I, uh, because I am buying from them. So in their pre-programmed car, I'll go and hit uh, the motorcycle because it saves me and not the one on the motorcycle. This is also one very big dilemma that how customers will uh, buy self-driving cars over one company because uh, Toyota might manufacture a car that uh, goes and hit to the object.
0: Basically, it will save more lives rather than the passenger.
1: Yes. As a customer also, I am also put into an ethical dilemma, which brand should I choose?
0: As human beings, probably we will prefer the company which puts our life first.
1: So in general, see about the electric cars, I'm a big fan of electric cars and especially Tesla. So firstly, I would like to say in India, electric cars should be there, but I prefer vehicles like hybrid vehicles in India. There's a reason behind it. The primary reason is that in India, electricity is produced in the factories, which actually harms the environment. And these factories are located near the rural areas. So it puts uh, rural people's life in danger. So people are not looking towards it as a whole. We should think about getting more hybrid vehicles into India because it's more feasible given our environment situation and how we produce electricity.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense because most of our electricity generation is from, I think, coal and things like that. It's not heavily dependent on nuclear power or, you know, probably renewable sources of energies as if you're comparing it with the developed nations in the world, but yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense.
1: Yes, because we use thermal power plants to produce electricity, so that is very harmful and it's restricted to the area in which it's produced. So suppose most of the factories are located in the rural area, the rural areas people will get affected. So we are not looking at the big picture over here.
0: People usually don't think about these things. They tend to jump onto the newest, most best thing that is available in the market. But yeah, putting this picture where given that all companies should keep our environment in mind, Yeah, it's actually a great point to bring it up. Yeah, so anybody who might be working in an electric car company, please think of developing a hybrid car first and starting that here before jumping jumping into electric cars completely. And even then, uh, we need a huge network of battery charging points all across India. So yeah, that would again be a huge
1: challenge. That's a question on infrastructure
0: yeah there was one more video that we were talking about recently and i think it applies to both of us name of the video was is sitting too close dangerous so it was a video by tech quickie and it talked about whether having the screen in front of your eyes is really harmful and if yes and if no why and why not given that our parents our family are usually the one scolding us if we are in front of the phones the entire day everyone scolds their children the same. So what are your views on that? What did you learn from that video? Enlighten us.
1: First thing is the video was entirely based upon a message which I was trying to communicate it to the people for the past 4-5 years I guess. Because when I was a kid, I had some issues with my eyes. I, I had some health problems. So that is why I gained many new insights about eye which a general people don't have. See, in that video, the guy explained how sitting too close in front of a phone is not harmful for us. So the first point over here comes is when you are focusing uh, for long, whether it's a phone or a book, your eyes tend to pain uh, more than usual because you are focusing on one thing for quite a long time. So there's this muscle, if I am not wrong, in our eye, ciliary muscles. They tend to contract in our eyes, so it makes our eyes pain. So the solution to this is we need to blink more than regular when we are focusing on something. Like this uh, thing happened with me also, one of my friends. He was playing PUBG and he was facing the very same issue. He told me that he is facing some problems and his eyes are paining. So I gave him this solution and I think after two days he reverted that whatever you said was the best solution I ever had. Actually, it helped him. Could you please elaborate on the solution? Yeah, yeah the solution is that if you are focusing on a phone for too long or a book, you need to blink your eyes more than regular or if that's the exercise you can do while you are focusing on a phone or a book.
0: Yeah, I guess probably because the eyes get tried too much. It's
1: more easy to understand in this way, suppose you are going to a gym right now So today is your leg day So if you are performing leg exercise, your leg tends to hurt the very next day So With the eyes, same things happen But only there is one catch that your eyes muscle do not get stronger So there is this one catch <laughs> So only thing to prevent the pain is you need to blink more.
0: So anybody, if your parents complain that your eyes will get damaged by sitting too close to the screen, tell them that you have gained a new tip on keeping your eyes healthy and (laughs) being more responsible. But yeah, there's a caveat to all of this. This is not applicable to let's say small children and early teens because your eyes are still in a developing age and being in front of your mobile phones and screens for too long can really damage it so be responsible in that way
1: and one thing is we should avoid using our phone during the night when all the lights are put off we should really avoid that so
0: when we are talking about phones and sitting close to it or whatever that is i think one of the major common topics that we always talk about is what is the latest phone in the market and its featured and things like that. So we always have discussions, debates and, you know, comparisons on which phone do we think is the best in the market right now. So before jumping into the discussion completely, let me ask you this, what would you rate as your top three phones right now? So
1: top three phone, so the number one would be Samsung Galaxy Note 9. The second would be Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus And the third phone would be OnePlus 5T I know there's a question in your mind that these are not very latest or new phones right now But I have an answer to that So the thing is see, nowadays the phone manufacturing companies They are manufacturing phones screen from edge to edge Like it's completely display in the front And they are using technologies like water, uh, water tear, drop notch, punch hole camera and many others, pop-up camera, etc. So which I am really not a fan of. That really irritates me a lot when if I am using a phone. Like one of my colleague, he has Samsung Galaxy Note 10. So I was using his phone and that punch hole camera was really accentuating on the phone and was really difficult to work on that phone and it's really tough to avoid such thing so i'm really not a fan of the technology moving right now that is the one of the primary reason actually i would say that's the main reason because first thing i like about the phone is the design and all in the front i need the design to be perfect so that it doesn't bothers me when i use the phone people look at the
0: phone and i think the design and the aesthetics that is i think the first thing that they see And that is the should affect them a lot so i guess i understand why you might have chose chosen these things but we see you know top samsung phones in your top three and then suddenly
1: a one plus 5t why one plus all of a sudden one plus 5t because It was the last phone made by OnePlus which didn't have any notch. The one thing that makes OnePlus phone so appealing to me is the speed because on top of Android they use Oxygen OS which reduces the animations on the phone and makes it super fast to use. And plus it gives a stock Android feel too. And I really like the design of the OnePlus 5T.
0: So okay let me elaborate on this. So we already know that you put the design of the phone you know, at the topmost priority when you're choosing a phone. So what is the next best thing that you look at?
1: Uh, speed. It should work really fast.
0: And what would be the next thing that you would put in your priority list?
1: Next would be the display. The phone's display should be like color to color. should It be, should be a high contrast phone. And the screen should be amazing, like one of Samsung's Any phone. I like the display of Samsung.
0: Even I am biased towards Samsung phones in respect to their d- display, given that you know, they're really smooth and they're so awesome to use. I don't know why. They make panels for other phones as well, but I think their panels, what they use on their phones, are really top of the line. No doubt in that, no doubt. And whenever I ask this question to people, you know, what is the one thing that you really like about mobile phones? I think one of the top answers would be, you know, cameras. So aren't you like too camera focused or uh, is that something that does not really affect you when you're choosing a
1: phone? It really doesn't affect me. I'm really not into photography and all and neither I'm interested in selfies or etc. But people tend to be biased about phones when it comes to camera. They are like, Apple has the best camera ever. It is so awesome like that. But I'm not a camera fan and I'm obvious. No hatred towards uh, Apple users, but I am not an Apple fan also.
0: (laughs) I think that is why we bond really well. We are both Apple haters.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: Uh, We might get a lot of haters because this is going on the internet. But let's just, you know, pass through this one, both of us are not really into you know, the Apple ecosystem and we don't really like Apple that much but what would you say is the best Apple product given you know there are so many things and I'm sure I know we are a bit biased against Apple so but what is your favorite among them
1: uh, I would say I watch because I really like again the design of the iWatch and uh, the functionality of the iWatch is really good and it works really well. Like it has many features.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think there is nothing comparable to that in the market. So moving on from this whole Apple bashing or Apple loving.
1: Yeah, yeah, we should not talk much about this. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, I think I just to, you know, say that it's not just pure bias. It's just that from what we understand think it is not too much worth the money that you're spending it is a bit overpriced nobody hates its features but it is overpriced it cannot be repaired easily by your own and we both are the ones who probably prefer you know tinkering with our technology on our own and customizing it with features that we like and apple is something which really hinders you in that aspect moving on from mobile phones we know that pandemic has swept us we are in a lockdown seated at home apparently doing nothing so how are you passing the time what are the what is the content that you have recently watched
1: or read i am a person who does binge watch a lot or rather you can say i used to binge watch a lot but over the past 2 years it has reduced significantly now during this lockdown as i was uh, surfing through linkedin I saw many posts that persons should read, so it really caught me going that I should give it a try. Because you know, I was really not fond of it. I should take a book and I should start reading. I was really not into that. The first book I started was Rich Dad and Poor Dad in this lockdown. And the way the author describes everything about how he actually had two dads. A rich dad and a poor dad. The rich dad was one connected to his friend, like he he was his friend's father. I think his rich dad studied till class 8 and his poor dad was PhD from some renowned institution. And he was working in a government job. And so in that way, in that book specifically, one thing is really nicely written is that how our education system doesn't provide us with financial literacy school and colleges do not teach us on how to manage our finances they will only ask you to work hard to score more and get a secure job and after working 30 40 years down the line you just rely on uh, pensions, etc. 401k in US. we so you just rely on that. So in that book, it is also mentioned that how money is being created when you are not physically present there. So I'm really a fan of that book.
0: It actually taught me about the basics of finance, given that I never read finance and accounts in my school or college. So book actually gave me a basic foundation on how should I manage my own finances and how to increase wealth. Your wealth should not be, you know, just from the salary that you're earning. You should not be behind the rat race that he constantly keeps on mentioning in the book. But your money should be earning your money. It should not be you, you know, investing it in profitable ventures and working like that. So yeah, it's actually a nice book and a good recommendation for anybody who's looking for something non-fictional and informative to read during this period. And I also heard that. You just read The Da Vinci Code by Dan Brown. So how was that experience?
1: I completed that book in three days so that might give you a hint on how good that book was. Dan Brown wrote that book with so many facts that we actually don't know and he connected those facts with fiction which is really mind-boggling for me. I mean, how can someone think to connect the facts and create a sci-fi story with that and blend those two to create an amazing book? he keeps on building the suspense suspense suspense, and in the end it was worth it absolutely worth every page reading in that book he tells a lot about christianity fact and many other facts that we actually don't know and we have never been taught he has actually done quite a lot of research so it's a really amazing book
0: life ventured into the fictional world by reading dan brown and it's it was a great read a great thrill to read that and equally disappointing to see the movies. I don't know why, but <laughs> the books were really awesome. We shall not, you know, talk too much about it and give spoilers and leave it to people who might have not read it. What are the serials, what are the series or movies that you have recently watched?
1: I think Money Heist is my recent favorite because it deals with the uh, heist that happens in Bank of Spain, and uh, every heist contains each and every detail like it's so detailed that show is so detailed and showed with such intricacy it will just make you fall in love with that show so that is the one of my recent favorite show and in sitcoms i would say i keep watching the shows which i've already watched like big bang theory is one of my favorite show and then it's friends and there are many other sitcoms which are but these two are my favorite uh, sitcoms
0: yeah with sitcoms it, it's the same with me i keep on re-watching the ones i've already watched there seems to be no new ones but yeah uh money heist oh i have not even watched it probably it will go into my watch list and i'll start binging that soon given the amount of time that we have right now i'm pretty sure i'll be able to complete all of it within this okay now that we have talked about the content recommendations and the ways that you're dealing with lockdown right now but there's one topic that people not want to hear too much about given that news has already blown it over everyone's faces that's the coronavirus the covid-19 pandemic that we are facing i think a big challenge in the face of humanity and you know what are your views on that how are you dealing with it how are you dealing with the panic or the news or the daily deaths that are being reported constantly
1: you know in your face by a social media or by news the only thing we should panic about is staying at home and not the panic to go about the grocery store and buy groceries or essential items more than the required quantity. This might leave the poor and the late ones with no groceries at all. I would just like to give out a message that don't hold groceries and just stay home and stay safe. I heard that people in US and Canada are holding toilet
0: paper for some reason. I'm not sure how is that even related to the pandemic.
1: Yeah, I also don't know. People are actually, I even saw many memes regarding this and even facts that people are actually storing so much of toilet paper that even the biggest Walmart, etc. They are running out of toilet papers.
0: Yeah, it's really weird. Like I thought, you know, sanitizers and masks would be the one to go out of stock and they are, but toilet paper for some reason it's a very weird choice <laughs> seriously
1: that's a really weird choice. i would agree to
0: that yeah but for everyone i think great message by him stating that we should like stop hoarding things uh essential shops are open all days even my family who is currently in a wholesale business for essential items they are open on a daily basis and providing help to anyone anyone who is in need so I think it would be great if we could act sensibly and behave humanely as possible, not get too much into news and fake news and WhatsApp forwards. Please be a bit stringent towards everything that you read. Verify the sources and then, you know, act upon it. A cool advice towards the end of this podcast. But yeah, always great talking to you. And thank you for being the guest in this podcast and helping me
1: out. Thank you for choosing me as a guest.
0: Oh no, it was, I knew, you know, I have a limited amount of people I can reach out to whenever I start these ventures and you were surely among the top of the list. So thank you so much for being here.
1: It's a pleasure to be on your show. I really like talking to you. I did not even realize when the time flew by.
0: It's always the same talking with you as well. Time is not usually a foundation. I think we could even talk for hours. But we don't want to bore our listeners. Probably if they're interested, we shall continue this. Again, thank you so much for coming here and
1: helping me out. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you
0: to all the listeners. I'll catch up with you again soon with someone new and lots of interesting discussions. So, bye.